The following broadcast is brought to you by Elite Performance. What's popping corn snacks? Printed memories. Revved up tattoos. The fighter's friend. And Doc Sports Service. BW Sports One, sports media marketing and design. Check us out at bwsportsone.com. It's another original BW Sports One production. What's going on? What is popping, folks? That's right. It is Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That means the next hour is spent with the one and the lion right here on PW Sports One, the Dukes of Football. What up? I was ready to count the seconds to see how long it could go. I was losing it. (laughs) (laughs) So that lets you know he's not full of hot air, folks. Nope. Nope. What's going on, my brother? (sighs) Another week down and another one closer to the kickoff of the season. I know preseason's here. Yes, I understand that. But it's not the same because I cannot wait till the actual season starts. And then we get to shit talk everybody at all times. See, this is why I disagree with you. Yeah, it is preseason, but it's NFL preseason. That's it's true. not like we're watching the XFL. That's true. It's not like we're watching the CFL. Good point. It's not like we're watching the F. Now, we could be watching the tornadoes. Now, we wouldn't have a problem watching the tornadoes. Well, but yeah, it's but NFL, but it's still not the NFL, and preseason or not, it's the NFL, man. How many guys get to say I played in the preseason? It was all, but you just played in the preseason, did you? Eh, you know what I mean? I get it, I get it, but still, it's preseason. Hey, but they're still fun. Yeah, still but look fun. at it, but look at it like this. It's the last Monday. We just had the last Monday of no football. That's true. So from now until February, we have football every Monday. That is true. Well, is it February? I don't know. I just nah, picked the month in Jan- I January. picked the month. I picked the month next year. <laughs> it's a while away. We are. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. So like, awesome though, bro. It's been a good week. Um for the ones family and it um, sounds like it's been a pretty good week for uh uh the lions family so awesome yes. awesome yes good stuff happening all around hey you been to the fair yet i did we went last weekend we went on uh sunday sunday right after yeah. it rained right after it rained good because yep. they got their hair wet so they they came back out yet no, we went Friday, man. We we t- I ain't gonna lie. Strolling. We, 
We took the kids out of school, bro. Uh, <laughs> we took a no. sick day. <laughs> <laughs> we took a sick day. You know, one, she didn't care. She's a senior. So, like, this, yeah, this is one of many senior skip days for me. <laughs> right. And, and what 11-year-old don't want to go to school and go to the fair? So, this But it was educational. It Was it? Yes, what, we watched what, cows what, milking. Yes, we watched cows milking. We watched lamb shaving. <laughs> we watched dad eating. <laughs> they did have, I can't many. What did I have? I, I had uh, I don't, Italian Italian meat, Italian beef. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Don't 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 break the uh, the cycle or anything. <laughs> That's how be going to get ribs. <laughs> I might have to go back just to try something else. No, I got something that you need to try. Um, real talk. I wish I'd have known you to went Sunday because I'd have told you to go on Damn the it. back side of the fair. Yeah, you know where all the uh, horticulture stuff is. I say that right? Horticulture. Yes. 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 Get your four H O, buddy. Uh, <laughs> on the back side of the fair, yep. they had this bison cart or uh, uh, trailer. I did see had, that. And, and we it, had these bison Philly cheese egg rolls. Are they good? Lord have mercy, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Mother Mary Joseph and we did um, see that they uh deliver straight to your house. So yeah. We're gonna have to see that. We're gonna have to get that on because I am down for some food. Yeah, that was that was great. I didn't mess with the bison hot dogs though. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah, but it was fun. <laughs> yes, Indiana State Fair is here, folks. Through the next week, got one this week left. Sorry. Yep. Yep. I saw I some. Go, I saw oh, some heifers. Literally. <laughs> I just wanted There's to say, big heifers, heifers out there. <laughs> And they kept saying heifer three one four. Is that the weight? <laughs> but that was a little heifer. That is. It's a little heifer. All right. Big heifers. heifers. Okay. We're having right. too much fun already, folks. All right, let's move it along. <laughs> um so it's football and it's state of Indiana and football is started. The guys and the young ladies are in school, which means high school football in Indiana has begun. Well, we'll start this weekend. Um, all of last weekend, we pretty much had jamborees and scrimmages all across the city and the state. But um, the season starts this weekend and boy, oh boy. Did they start the season off with some bangers? Yeah. But before we can talk about local, we got to bring you a local memory maker. Ooh, look at that go. Local memory maker brought to you by Printed Memories. Check out Printed Memories. Call them 317-494-0811 today and let them know BW Sports 1 sent you for all of your apparel printing. Yes, I was on the website and I do see uh, sizes for the big man. So the big man 
will be getting him a DTF shirt. And you wonder what DTF stands for? Not the Drug Task Force. Nope. <laughs> and not the other thing that your sick minds are thinking, folks. It's Duke's talking football, of course. I have no idea what the other thing is. You're going to have to enlighten me off player. the air. It's a football player. Oh, hold on here. See it? It's like a silhouette of a runner. Yeah, ball. but you said not the other. Oh, because of what it says, you're saying the words. Okay. Woo, no, 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 no. You said drug task force, and I said right. not the other that your sick little minds were thinking. Well, what's the other thing? Kind of like what... Netflix and chill. Down two. Oh, okay, okay. Let's see. I'm old, bro. Them kids say. I don't know the lingo. I don't I know the not. hip term. I didn't think he was that old, brother. I was gonna. I was like benefit of the doubt in this shit. Hey, <laughs> I can't keep up. They change it too much, man. I'm still using psych. Well, <laughs> wow. Oh. I'm trying to, Ooh. but as we move <laughs> along. We were talking about here in high school football. So here are some of the games uh, that you should watch for or that you should be looking for because some of these names, excuse me, some of these teams are going to be a part um, of the conversation when they start to make their state run uh, later on in the season. But uh, we'll start off. You got Avon visiting Lawrence North. Uh, You got uh, the Ron Colley. I don't know. Are they still Rebels or what are they? I will always be a rebel. They are the Royals now. Okay, so the Ron Colley Rebels uh, travel over to Southport. Um, this is a big one. This is a big one, folks. Warren Central and Center Grove. Um, there's a lot on this game outside of just football. If you remember last year, Warren, I mean Center Grove and Carmel were a part of the Mick. Mm-hmm. They were voted out of the Mick. Mm-hmm. Warren Central is a mixed school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there might be a little bit more bragging rights going on in this game. So uh seems to be said. Uh then you yeah. got the then you got the battle of Perry Township. You got Perry Meridian and Franklin Central. Uh, uh, Franklin Township. Franklin Township, Perry Township. Hell, I don't there know. you go. The battle of the townships. Yeah, <laughs> I thought they were all in the same. Nope. No, Perry Meridian is with Southport, right? Perry Meridian and Southport are both in Perry Township. Okay, there you We're go. We're over here in Franklin Township. Yes. Ugh, Lord Jesus, the flashers. Uh, you got Fishers coming down to North Central. Uh, much improved North Central football program over the last couple of years. Uh, should be a good game. Uh, you got uh, Perennial Powerhouse Cathedral traveling up to Lafayette Jeff. Uh, here's another big one. One of those this schools is, I did This mention. is the one right here that threw me when I saw it. I was like, wow, they are really starting off big. But they play them every year. I know, but it's a hell but, of a game. Yeah, but they normally it's normally like the it's, third game. You're right. Third or fourth <laughs> game, not yeah. first. Yeah, not the first game. Now you just bring it into big dogs, which further pushes me to Carver might go take that, keep that independent and start playing more out of state schools in all of sports, not just football and basketball. So I believe so. So, uh, but that's going to be when they're playing Louisville Trinity out of Kentucky. So that should be a really good one. Um, and then the one I stuck on here, uh, just cause, uh, Zionsville travels to Pike, which is youth, uh, which is the Pike's youth football league. Yep. I'm in Pike township. Yep. Eli's in youth uh, Pike youth football. 
Yep. Uh, so their season starts on Saturday. So we're ah, good to go at 1245. Uh, yeah, man. So a little shout out to my little niece, Addison. She will be, uh, it's the uh, Tommy boy's daughter. She will be performing some cheers at the FC, uh, I guess, halftime before it's youthful night here, too. So Awesome. Awesome. Yep. So we'll have to get some reels or something going for those. Right. Should be fun. Yep. Should be a good fun night of Indiana uh, football on Friday nights. Uh, I know it's not Texas, but it's really good football here up in Indiana on Friday nights. Oh, we got before some really good game. players. Thank you. Yeah. There we go. No, but, there we go. I, he answered it. I wasn't too sure if it was halftime or what. Sean, man, we haven't seen Sean Stevens in a long time. <laughs> yeah, I don't even is. remember who Sean Stevens is sometimes. <laughs> that's the proper guy. That's the government. Yeah. <laughs> Go Flashes. That's right. It's hard for us to say being, you know, those rebels of Ron Golly. Whether it's operating. Just... What? What? Do what? What? But no, I said it should be a really good night of football uh, for high school football. You guys should get out there and enjoy some of it. The weather's still going to be good, you know, because once it gets cold, I'm not getting out there unless I have to. I'm not going to lie to you. You love that climate-controlled or climate-controlled does. Yeah, yes. yes. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. <laughs> All right. So, um, yeah, so there you have it for – uh, local memories in our high school uh, part. We just got to give a shout out. We're going to talk a whole lot about them. Just shout out some of the games. Um, as we go along, we'll get a little more into them. So, uh, yes, there. Yes, so, I guess we should go ahead and move into some NFL talk. Uh, again, I know Dan doesn't care about anything in college football right now. Only thing that happened in college football, uh, Nick Saban says something that no one cares about. And Dion did a new dance um, at Jackson State. And... I'm more excited about that right now than I am in anything else <laughs> college football related. And the AP poll came out. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, you're I still top five. I censored myself as my fingers came up. I, I Week six at least, college. <laughs> week six. That's all I'm going to say. Week six. Wait until then. I love this guy. I love this guy. All right. So uh, we are getting into uh, what's popping preseason week four, uh, which is the AFC, NFC South divisions. The dirty, dirty South. So we got a lot to talk about for those. Yeah. And the home team. We're going to make your home team wait for a little bit, too. Yep, we're going going to last. last. (laughs) We always do the AFC first. You're going last. (laughs) Make y'all watch the whole show. Jordan Tyree. (laughs) (laughs) Hello. (laughs) No, so um, let's see what we got. There you go. It's West Poppin', so we got to, you know, let them know about West Poppin'. Uh, brought to you by What's Poppin' Corn Snacks and Bare Knuckle Corn Snacks. Check them out at whatspoppincornsnacks.com. Let them know BW Sports 1 sent you. Get your own private labeled popcorn, gourmet popcorn, some of the best gourmet popcorn out there. Whatspoppincornsnacks.com. Whatspoppincornsnacks.com. Yes. Um. So – Little talk from the NFL before we get into the NFC. <clears throat> uh preseason recap. 
Whew. Did you get that out? Yes. <laughs> Freezing, because I've also got uh, Candace Parker over here on, on the phone. Ah, uh, yep, yep, yep. <laughs> WNBA going on right now. Playoffs. Yeah, so it's uh, the Sky and uh, the Liberty. So, obviously, <clears throat> with the state of basketball, I have to be dual, dual threat. So, but anyway, uh, preseason recap. A uh, lot went on, man. It was an interesting first week. Um, mm. We had a couple teams, a couple players stand out. Uh, we had a couple teams, a couple players uh, do exactly what they did last year. <laughs> um, and then, you know, I mean, there's some interesting storylines building, man. Uh, where would you like to start? I like to start off at Pittsburgh at the quarterback. Go for it. <laughs> no, um, overreaction. All three, t- all three quarterbacks throw a touchdown in the Pittsburgh game. Yeah, uh, it, calm it down now. Simmer down now. Simmer down now. Again, it's preseason, week one. Come on now, guys. Let's not get over over crazy. Kind of like, can't remember his name, but the god darn defensive player from the New York J E T S that landed. My quarterback on the sidelines for a second. He was out of bounds. You threw his head right at him. Mm, mm, that's you're not a yeah, good person. Yeah. Um. One, I'm not sure why. See, those are plays that I agree with in college with the targeting and being ejected. I think those need to be something like that needs to be implemented in the NFL. Absolutely. Um, the the personal foul one one strike next offense you put out that's crap you know what I'm saying because you got the hit in that you wanted to get hit in you know what I mean there was no reason for that hit to take place but that's my overreaction to the Eagles fans with Jalen Hurts going six for six because I agree with Matt Hasselback oh you know what I'm saying I agree with Matt Hasselback if you stay in the pocket you don't get hit you ran for no reason that was a clean pocket. You had a guy come across the middle for three or four yards past the first down. That's the evolution that we're looking for out of Jalen Hurts. And there was a prime example for him to do it. And he reverted back to his instincts and he damn near got himself put out for the whole season. It's preseason. You shouldn't be going at him like you did right there at the sidelines, period. I don't give a shit if it's a, if it's a draw play, if it's not a draw play, if he's reverting back to his run game. You just don't do that. And I'd be saying this even if it was Dak Prescott, okay? But let's talk about Dak Prescott and the Cowboys. 17. 17. I'm going to tell you right now because I've been there before with my Eagles. You do not, not seventeen. Start. Oh yeah, not I seventeen. Think was, I think it was pretty damn close last season, but you do not <laughs> want to start off even preseason that way. That's bad. That's horrible. I mean, I guarantee you. Like, I, if I was Adam Schefter, I'm trying to talk to the people in the studio because I believe that no, not seventeen. I don't think that might has to be the most. That has to be an NFL record for penalties in the preseason by a contender. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I I stand strong with saying they're going to win the NFC East. I'm staying strong, but Lord have mercy, are they making me want to change my pick before the season starts? Like, we already did that. You can't change it. You can't change it now. The hell I can't. Nope. (laughs) 
Once we did the division talk, you can't change that team. If division. the season has not kicked off, I can get rid of that sub bitch. <laughs> when it comes to the Cowboys, maybe nobody else, but the Cowboys, I could do that. Anybody else see Dak Prescott on uh, DirecTV throwing interceptions already? Just saying. Just saying. <laughs> I don't know. So, uh, but uh, anything else uh, for preseason? Like, um, I thought when we talk about the quarterbacks, I thought the quarterbacks look good in the in the battles that we were having in multiple places. Um, I thought the Pittsburgh look battle look good for what was on the field. You know what I mean? Like the decision making, the the snap decisions, um, the mobility from from Mitch Trubisky. The Dilford dime that Mason Rudolph threw. I don't care what defense that was. That was that was a nice throw. <laughs> it dropped it off in the back corner of the end zone. Two taps. Yeah. I mean, and, stuff like that. Yeah, is obviously that, that's a good showing. But right. Like you and I both know, it's still preseason overall. You can't get too overrate or overzealous with you know what's you're seeing right then because week one preseason. But yes, doing stuff like that, great signs of possible uh, things to come in the future. Hey, and it's not a good sign for Sam Darnold down there in Carolina. Mm -hmm. One, you were there all last year, and you still don't have the heads up on Baker. And I'm kind of impressed with Baker. Kind of impressed. You know what I mean? You leave a situation, you're not looking good at this situation. You go down to Carolina, and hey, man. It's preseason, but everybody seems to be rallying around Baker and not Sam. So, so we'll see. Is that segueing? Good. To them not being good still? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was saying just getting into the NFC talk because that was yeah. a, that would have been a hell of a segue right but there. It works. We'll take it. Go. No, <laughs> because we were supposed to talk about the NFL's top 100 that started this weekend. I mean, I honestly, I missed it. Miss it? Kirk Cousins is 99. Okay. Like, he barely made it. Like, Kirk Cousins. But we got to give Kirk Cousins credit. Kirk Cousins is the only good thing in Minnesota. He's one of the very few. And he's the richest quarterback in the last five years. He's made the most money of anybody in the last five years. Play the game, Kirk. You like that, don't you? No, I will say he has. Yeah, he did run for his life a couple years there, so. I bet he had uh, we the one the one lives in the city, but the one lives in the outskirts, it looks like from his backyard. So I'm just saying when we lose him here and now and then it's because he, he's the urban guy in the rural area. <laughs> Apparently, I don't know what the hell is going on. Maybe the boy plugged in the Oculus. I'm even hardwired uh, into the box, man. I'm even hardwired into the box. I, man, I don't know. I don't know. I don't get it. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Pull the segue. Uh, oh, know. my gosh. You're killing me. Yeah. I if my, myself, if, if my nephew is over there with that Oculus on, damn it, during our show, I'm going mm, I'm gonna be that other boxer on that other side. I just went four rounds with 
the toughest guy on that game. <laughs> oh, I love it. All right, so uh, that means we are getting into, um, let's see. Ooh, forgot to show them the preseason schedule. Apparently, I got a shot here. This is a preseason schedule for this weekend. Um, this is the, what is this, the Thursday, Friday, Saturday games. Mm-hmm. So a uh, couple oh. nice, couple of yeah. nice matchups. We should see more uh, starters this week. A mm-hmm. mm-hmm. uh, couple of matchups we like to see. Um, and here are the uh, Saturday, mon- I mean, the Sunday, Monday games. We got the game Sunday night. I don't have to watch ridiculous foolishness on Monday nights now. (laughs) Well, you still do because it's the Jets and the uh, Falcons. So wait until next week, folks. Oh, damn it. (laughs) But it's football like we discussed. True. True. All right. So now we're ready for. Thank you, dear. (laughs) Thank you, dear. For the NFC South Division. Yes, the NFC South division. And look, I didn't do that on purpose, how they're all in order, how they finish. Hmm. See, Tampa, Saints, Atlanta, Panthers. That's cool. Doesn't look too far off of this year. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. Pretty much. I, it might flip-flop the, the last two the last teams. last two, yep. But as you can see, folks, on the right, there is where, or would that be on the left if you were looking at it? Hell, I don't know. Uh, if you can see it there, that has the order of how they finished the division last year. Tampa Bay and uh, Tampa Tom, they finished at 13 and 4, followed by New Orleans, who was looking really, really good until um, Jameis got hurt. Mm-hmm. So um, we're anxious to see what happens with them. Uh, and then followed by the Falcons at seven and ten, whole new start over going on there. And then we talked a little bit about the Carolina Panthers, who finished up at five and twelve last year. So, um, I'm not really excited about this division, bro. Not a whole bunch of excitement. Uh, there's a lot to be seen on the top two teams. This is kind of like the NFC East, uh, to be honest, because it is going to be a two team. Parlay for the division, kind of, sort of. One could be on, you know, you have Tampa Tom and the Bucks, but then you have the New Orleans Saints that are coming up, and I think maybe the Tampa Bay maybe kind of leveling out a little bit. But, yeah, man, where do you want to start? Because I got some stuff I want to say. <laughs> oh, that's going to be great. All right, so I guess we'll just start at the top. Uh, division, div- defend division champs, uh, Tampa Tom, uh, brought in a couple names. Uh, what was it? Galloway and, um, Russell Gage. Yeah. Then another Brown. Was it Brown? The receiver Brown? Um, hold on here. From Tennessee, Cincinnati. Hold on there. Let me look at my notes. Let look at his notes. notes. They brought in somebody else. Uh, they brought in, who'd you say? Julio Jones. That was it. Huh? Julio Jones. That's who he brought in. No. Wasn't it Julio? Wasn't Julio? Who'd they just bring in? It was just no. a receiver. Hold on there. Russell Gage. That's who they brought in. Uh, Yeah, I don't know who you're talking about. I swear they just signed a new receiver, an old receiver. 
Nah, kind of like an Antonio Brown type deal. Well, I mean, they've had Mike Evans. No, somebody else. Chris Godwin. They, they had somebody. him last year, though. They no, they, they got him. somebody else. It'll come to I me. I don't know. Somebody be paying attention. It'll come to me. Uh, Tampa. Yeah, man. Um, I don't see. I don't have them winning. The division. Okay. okay. I like Tampa. Go blue. I like Tampa Tom. Go blue. No one cares. We're talking about NFL. Damn that's it. that's pretty much it for Tampa. I mean, I mean they're a good team, good venture team, a lot of old guys. I know injuries is going to uh be the biggest key in their development of the season is keeping all these old guys healthy for 17 games or 16 games. That's going to be games. Yeah, that's going to definitely be something to, to pay attention for and watch out for anybody, but especially as your team gets older. Uh, like I said, they they added Russell Gage from Atlanta. I mean, they took one of very few things in Atlanta that was good out of there. Um, but the rookie that I'm looking at on this team is running back from Arizona State, Rashad White. I think that people are going to be sleeping on him. I think he's obviously going to take over for Fournette, and he could have a damn good season, so I'd watch out for him coming out of the backfield. Uh, Yeah. I agree. I have a lot on Tampa, man. I'm not. I just think I. I. I, I know I got them finishing high. Uh, good. Do you record. want me to do the records? I'm doing it right now, sir. <laughs> I, I was just, just reaching that. for it. Yeah. Um. I, I still got them finishing high because of their record. Mm-hmm. Um. But they, as you notice, they've had issues with the Saints since Tom has been there, and I think the Saints are. A an X factor team, you know what I mean, right now. But I I still like them to. I think I changed that. Did I change that? Did I change them to thirteen? I did. You changed them from thirteen and four to twelve and five. You got a bunch of sequoias or something back there singing your name. <laughs> yeah, I got them at twelve and five. Yeah, I got okay. them at twelve and five. Well, I got them at eleven and six. They're they're still the Bucks. They still got Tom Brady, and we'll see what happens. I mean, let's. But I think let's move on to the team that we're both eyeing that could uh, ended up second last year, but could really push for a divisional win, and that is the New Orleans Saints. I think that you know. Uh, you mentioned Jameis Winston getting hurt last year. Before that, they were uh, pretty, probably one of the top five teams in the league um, going into that unfortunate thing, you know. But, you know, has he continued to grow? I think so. Uh, you know, last year kind of uh, woke me up to what he could potentially be. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, your buddy or your favorite school from Ohio, Ohio State rookie wide receiver Chris Olave, I believe that's how you say his name. Yep, Olave. Yeah, is uh, I believe ready to make a statement because he led the NCAA in receptions last year. So, hey, regardless gonna, of whatever school he went to, that dude can ball. Yeah, he can. He can, and I think he's going to be a problem for defensive backs and safeties all season long, especially when you got uh, oh, Michael, Michael Thomas on one side. 
Yep. Yep. So um, I'm really I'm spraying because I'm outside and they're working. <laughs> so I'm really high on the Saints. Um, I know there are some question marks with the Saints because of Jameis Winston. But last year was a huge year. Like that one year that he had to sit after you then traded to them from or however he got there from uh, from Tampa. Um, where the hell James was? Where was James? Was he in Tampa? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was in Tampa. So when he left there, um, and that sitting that year under Drew Brees, I think it was a humbling experience. I spoke of it at the beginning of the season last year. I think he was going to learn a lot from this situation under Sean Payton and under Drew Brees. Um, and then you can see that development. Um, interception rate was down. Uh, Decision making, um, knowing when to throw away the ball. All those things were developing. You know what I'm saying? We saw it, and it was showing on the field. It was showing in the results of wins. Then it gets hurt, and their season goes down. But he's coming back healthy. You got all these receivers coming back, Mike Evans, Thomas, um, Chris Olave. They got a tight end. They got a running game. Um, You got a defense that is lights out. Um, They had Tom Brady's number the last couple years. So – all things are positive, but I have to put a pause a little bit because of the Sean Payton factor. You know what I mean? How much is that going to be? You know what I'm saying? So um, I'm still feeling pretty good about the Saints coming out. Um, where did I got? Where'd they go? There they go. I'm still feeling pretty good about the Saints. I got them tying with with uh, Tampa Tom, but them winning both games again this season because of that defense. The defense is going to be tough, man. Like you said, they have had his number for a long time. And, you know, 10-7, I look back at their schedule, and it's they're playing some tough teams. So that's why it's, it's kind of like, okay, you know, there's a couple of them that could go either way, but I'm going to stay conservative and say 10-7. and seven. I think they I, have – I still think they have more room to grow. Uh, but a couple things fall in place. They're right in there. Yeah, listen, I'm I'm going out on limb, man. I I think I think the chips are going to fall out. I think the chips are going to fall out. It's Just possible. wait to wait to the the NFL cookoff show, the kickoff show, and then I give you my predictions for for the playoffs and all that shit. Woo! I can't wait. I can't wait. Woo. I can't wait. Woo. I'm going to have notes and notes and notes for you and you and you. <laughs> you get a note. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> you get a note. So um, I guess we'll just breeze through these uh, next two because, yeah, um, the Atlanta Falcons, oh, they finished up the season last year in third place. Uh, Matt Ryan, again, made fantasy football numbers look pretty good, as he always does. Uh, they had the emergency, the emergence of – uh, the rookie pits, the tight end slash receiver, receiver slash tight end. Um, he's the new cornerstone of what's going on down there in Atlanta. Um, I think they got a new quarterback, Marcus Mariota. Um, I guess it's his third and final shot. I think the rookie Ritter will be in there before the end of the season. Um, not a whole lot of to expect for Atlanta Falcons fans. You know what I mean? You might want to – might want to – the bird that you might want to cheer for this year would be the Hawks. Ouch. Damn, that sucks. But he's so true because Atlanta, 
I think you have the worst or one of the worst offenses in the league this year. I'm sorry. I'm just speaking the truth, speaking facts of what I'm seeing here. And I know that I'm not the only one out there that thinks that way. But you let Gage go, you know, Ridley's out for a year. What do you have? You have a rookie quarterback from Cincinnati and Ritter coming in behind, quote unquote, loosely behind Marcus Mariota. And I don't know, man. I think you're going to get worked a lot this year. <laughs> is it at a new? At a new? At a new, man. <laughs> Dirty birds, no go. Dirty birds, no go. Dion is. Oh, there he goes again. Uh, there he goes again. Oh, there he's back. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. You're good. I'm back. I'm good. Yep. yep. Three and 14 is what I got him. Five and 12 <laughs> is what the lion has him. And there's a couple of them that could, they could fall off really quick. Yeah. yeah. I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt against some of their opponents, though. Man, I figure you could beat, you know what I mean? Uh, three of them, at least. Three of them. <laughs> <laughs> I figure you could beat the Bears, man. You beat the Bears. <laughs> Maybe. Baby. You know. Yeah, Seahawks. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> yeah, the Seahawks. <laughs> All right. So, and then that brings up the Panthers. Well, that's the wrong one. That brings up the Panthers, who we were uh, discussing a little bit ago when we were talking about the quarterback battle with Sam Darnold and uh, um, Baker Mayfield. But this all their season all comes down to um, if Christian McCaffrey can stay healthy. Yes, I agree. Uh, Christian McCaffrey has to stay healthy for not only the team but his own sake. I mean, dude, you are a hell of a running back. You're a hell of a football player. But if you can't stay healthy, it sucks to say that you're very indispensable. Very indispensable. You know, and and speaking on this quarterback thing you got, I don't think there really is much, as you kind of uh, alluded to earlier, I don't think there is much of a quarterback controversy going on in Carolina like we once maybe thought there would be. Sam Darnold's not getting it, man. I, I don't know what's wrong with that kid. I wish that he would get out of the Jets funk that they put him in for so many years. And then last year, it's like he didn't do much different, though. That's the thing. I don't know what's going on. Baker's taking that game or taking that team over, and it's apparent uh, just by what we saw on the field, what we continue to see in in uh, practices and stuff. So it's gonna be hard. It's gonna be hard to say that Sam Darnold is gonna do anything. I agree. Uh, that's shots to Baker Mayfield. Uh, I hope we get the same excellent commercials. Um, in Carolina that we were getting when you were in Cleveland. But this quarterback controversy or this contra uh, competition is over. It is all Bakers. Uh, we're just going to see Sam uh, in the preseason as a true backup as he should be. I was never high on the kid. Didn't think he was really that, you know what I mean, NFL ready. We saw it the first year. No matter what they did around him, he just still wasn't developing. So, um, maybe he's destined to be a backup. Maybe he's destined to go back to high school and be a high school coach. Maybe it's the sideline for him, but it's not the NFL quarterbacks. 
There you go, the NFC. We're not the only ones talking about the NFC. Damon, oh, that's right. You know, I do I, I do think that they win more games uh, than Atlanta, for sure. But, you know, I do think that they... they I mean, they Becker a, is guaranteed to win them something. This is all, this, but this is all dependent on Christian McCaffrey. Absolutely. That could go from 9-8 and eight to... Four and twelve, one hundred. I mean, <laughs> or four and thirteen, very quick. So one hundred. Yeah, we'll have to see. But again, we're not the only ones talking about the NFC South. We have a buddy. Yes, we have buddies, and one of our buddies is out in Vegas, and he's with my bookie and Doc Sports Surface. Is he underwater? Is he underwater? Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. No, I don't think so. He don't live on the Strip. <laughs> Who doesn't live on the Strip? Everybody? I don't know. I ain't never been there. I wouldn't live on the Strip. I got the false impression of Vegas then. Yeah, I wouldn't live on the Strip. Well, maybe everybody does live on the Strip there that's on the Strip. I don't know. But, hey, his name is Rafael Esparza, and that's where we're going to go to right now. He is back with us. For one more time on the NFC South Division predictions from the odds maker himself. Perfield Sports are here from Doc Sports Services breaking down the NFC South with the odds makers. I don't know why they didn't know why they put futures on here because let's face it, the New or the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are minus three dollars uh, to win the NFC South with Tampa Tom on it. I don't understand why that's so high. I mean, the Saints, if they can get their offense rolling, you know, their defense is going to be doing the Saints own Tampa last year, beating them twice. Uh, but minus three dollars is a little bit too high for me on this one. The, the total season wins 11 and a half for Tampa Tom and the Buccaneers. Everyone pounded the under on that one so hopefully uh they correct on that one so i could there's no value with the with the buccaneers right now at minus three dollars but there is value i think with the saints plus 350 i know they have some quarterback issues with health wise Jameis already got hurt at practice once already who knows about michael thomas how is he going to come back with camara could be suspended i know there are question marks on the offense but their defense will be there so i think there's value at plus 350 and then not saying bet the house or double mortgage but i think there's value at plus 350 their total season wins no value at eight and a half right that's a perfect number carolina 10 to 1 they have quarterback who's Baker's probably going to be the starting quarterback, 10 to 1 on them. Their total season wins five and a half. Their defense should be improved. And if they can stay healthy on offense with McCaffrey uh, and get uh, some uh, decent quarterback play for whoever's going to be at Sam Donald or Baker, I think they could be interesting. I don't know if they're going to win the division 10 to 1, but you never know. I think they'll be a very interesting team to watch all season long in this division. And then there's the Atlanta Falcons, 25 to 1. They're in rebuild. Total season wins four and a half. I want nothing to do with the Atlanta Falcons. So. Yeah, it's probably either going to be Tampa Tom or maybe the Saints. There we go. There we go. The Saints or Tampa Tom. He knows just <laughs> like we know the Dukes and the odds maker together at last again. Hey, man, I'm, I'm just – listen, folks, I'm going to tell you. I have not watched – I have not watched any of, any of his – his um, outtakes or his his um, his his videos before nope. the show, and I love it how we are spot on with Vegas, baby. Just saying, just saying. You guys want to talk football? Where are you guys? Right here on the Dukes of Football, BWSports1.com, the only place you'll find us. 
Well, it's getting dark time, and it is getting loud out here. It is. You got, <laughs> you got like the the army of sequoias or something over there, man. Cicadas. Cicadas. That's what I meant. He called them trees. Sequoia, yeah, not sequoia. <laughs> I think that's the second time I said that too. Yes. Yeah. I messed up the first time. He didn't correct me, and I was dumb enough to say it again. No, because I was looking at the trees. I I went to the trees. I was like, well, it is kind of a tall tree, but. Sequoia, I don't know about that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got it wrong. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on to where are we going? I guess I guess we should probably the get whole, ready to talk about the AFC. The AFC South. The home team is finally here for your boys. The one and the lion. This is the AFC South. This is Indianapolis. This is the Colts division, but we're not starting with the Colts because they didn't come in first. They didn't come in last. They were right in the middle at nine. <laughs> Damn right, they didn't come in first with Carson Wentz. Yeah, well, we'll get to uh, we'll get to Matty Ice here shortly. I, I talked about that shit all last year. How that was a terrible idea. I <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't too mad about it. Oh, it's like, yeah, just throw this season away, Indianapolis. Just waste Jonathan Taylor's yards. Man, that's a that's a bad dude, too. He is a <sighs> bad man. Yeah, but Tennessee, the Titans won the division last year, uh, sitting at 12 and 5, uh, largely uh, without uh, King Henry. You remember, he got hurt um, earlier in the season and he missed a chunk of games. And me, I thought, they were going to go backwards, uh, but they didn't. They held steady. They actually won big games, and they ended up pulling out the division. I mean, sucks the Indianapolis didn't challenge them at all, but <laughs> you know what I mean? But they did it with no receivers. Yeah, uh, somehow, some way, that team did it. Their defense is stout. Their offense uh, is is just as good as the defenses, obviously, because it kept them in games. Some of them were the defense against the defenses that probably shouldn't have, but, hey, they pulled it out, and here they are again, sitting in contention of the AFC South once again this year because it's going to only be a two-team possible. There's no way that the two teams in the lower side of this division are going to do dick squit. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna get a a team. You're gonna get two teams in the playoffs out of this division. One of them is gonna be a wild card, and one of them is going to host a game. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you got. You know, what I mean, um, I don't have the high expectations of Tennessee how, how they finished last year. I didn't think they did a whole lot in a draft or in free agency to to build upon their team. But, um, yeah, this is a two-horse race, so um, I guess we'll get right into it. And I'm going to manipulate these slides a little bit because I'm going to make Indianapolis fans wait to the end. Ooh. So we're starting with the Tennessee Titans. The winners of the division last year. What do you think they're going to do this year, Damo? Um, I mean, like I was saying just a bit ago, um, I'm not really – I don't think they're going to be a less than 500 team, but I don't think they're going to be a um, 
a a a if they good double digits, it'll be ten. They're gonna be. I don't, I don't think there will be like a team that people are really going to be expecting to go far with a one-dimensional offense. I mean, they're running King Henry into the ground, even though um, he is an excellent, excellent running back. But he needs something else, a tight end, uh, maybe a receiver or two, something. You know what I mean? You can't just rely on because you can't keep running through eight, nine, ten men in the box. True. Well, they did use their first-round pick to get Traylon Mur- uh, Burks, wide receiver out of Arkansas. Um, so they're helping them out. We'll, we'll see a little bit. Yeah, hey. hey okay, they're in, the SEC. they're in the SEC. I was going to say, Arkansas is no joke nowadays. You know, they, one, they, get one year, and we're talking about they're no joke. They're one no year. joke. They're no joke. One no year. Joke. They still put out <laughs> SEC caliber players. Just so does in. Missouri. Well, hey, so just does Missouri. <laughs> SEC players, but hey, they're <laughs> like you said. What do you call the person who finished last in medical school? Doctor. Still a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Still a doctor. No, I think the uh, Tennessee, like you said, Derrick Henry is one of their best assets. Hopefully, he can stay healthy. You got Ryan Tannehill still behind the center, and they did actually bring in in the third round Malik Willis from Liberty. Um, we'll see how far that goes and what that means for Tannehill once that contract is up. So, defense. Liberty. I mean, defense is still is still tough, man. Hey, I, I say Liberty, but he was one of the guys that I know Pittsburgh was looking heavily at, um, as well as Pickett from Pittsburgh and I was I would have been okay with both. So yeah. I think that um he's going to be a, a, a decent NFL quarterback. So I'm not going to sit there and get on the kid like that. So there you go. But yeah, uh 9 and 8, 55%, 57%. 557. 557.557. 55.7. I'm going to say, you know, 61.8. <laughs> something I yeah. took it off because we're passing by those guys. Yep, we, we are. We're, not, we're not doing those guys. All right, so we passed the Colts. We're gonna save the best for last, maybe. We're gonna move <laughs> into one of the shittiest teams in the division. I just got the spotlight put on me. The division. Oh, well, let me change that because that was actually one of them that I changed. It should say one and 16. Oh, damn. Is that because we don't know who their quarterback is? You don't know who their quarterback is. You don't know anything about this shambled-filled team. Of I do know players. one thing. I know one thing. Yes, that he is. Lovey Smith anymore. has the best beard in all of football. <laughs> I think that's a preseason thing. I think he cuts it. Watch, I think no, he bro. Got, he had that thing all last he year. Did last that thing year. Is awesome. That is nice. It is nice. But Houston ain't going to do just anything? for beard men commercials. He does. Hey, but anyway, he's kind of like the uh, the uh, Palomalu for uh, Head and Shoulders. Was yes. it? Yes. Yes. Don't scratch. <laughs> no, seriously, they suck. They're going to suck. And I changed my pick from three and fourteen. To one and sixteen, folks. Sorry, Houston. That's how I feel. Hey, man, I gave them two and fifteen. I think yeah. somehow they're going to look around and kick a thirty-yard—I mean, a fifty-yard field goal twice. 
Well, they do play Jacksonville twice, so. I got more faith in Jacksonville. I do, too. <laughs> I do, too. Not much, but I do, too. Yeah, I mean, I, got faith. I, mean, I don't know. I mean, Lovey Smith boys do play well. They play hard. Um, it's not like Houston just got blown out of games. You know what I mean? They play hard. They just don't have the horses to compete all four quarters. Stamina, man. Ask your girls, Houston. Ask your girls. They love stamina. You oh. ain't got no stamina. Yeah, we're going to stampede <laughs> right on out of here. Jacksonville, another shitful team, but not as bad. They slot, They suck slightly less than their counterparts in Houston. There you go. Same exact record. Listen, um, Trevor Lawrence is a stud. Trevor Lawrence is going to be a stud. It's just not this season. I mean, Travis Etienne, these guys is going to make a nice duo for a couple years. It's just not this year. You know what I mean? They have they I I, I think they finished well with the crap that they had to go through with Urban Meyer. Um I think they rebounded well. Same thing that they had to do, the Raiders did with John Gruden. You had adversity that you really had to get through to go over. I mean, how the hell you say, oh, I, I need to clear my head so I go to the bar and play with some girl's kitty cat at the bar underneath the thing. Oh, you clear? Hmm. That was good timing for him to go out, wasn't to it, folks? go home, <laughs> and I go to the bar. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> the arrogance. Whatever. Now that's self. Now that that's 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 privilege right there. I don't even want to say that's white privilege. That's privilege where you uh, feel like, ooh, I could something. just. I hey team, you just go. I mean, how do you how do you think? Well, anyway, Trevor Lawrence is going to be a good player. Jacksonville is going to come around. They're going to be another team that um, is going to be good in a couple years. They got a good base. I like the coaching staff change. I like the moves that Khan is trying to make. And they're London's favorite NFL team. How can they not eventually be successful? So uh, that's what I got for Jacksonville. Well, they got their team crumpets every year since we started going over to um, London to play games. I will agree that they do have a good squad. It's just not this year, but they did get the number one overall pick from uh, Georgia, the defensive end, Trayvon Walker. But the one to watch, and ETN obviously is is there back for, for a while, as long as he stays healthy and all that. But I think they're, they're running back from uh, Ole Miss that they got. Snoop Connor is going to be a – Major asset for that offense because I don't think that uh, – oh, hold on there. Hold on there. Who just had uh, surgery? Somebody just said who, – who's their backup, the ETN's backup? Hold on. I'm going to get my notes. Flip the notes. Flip the notes. James Robinson. Robinson. I don't think that he's going to be fully ready to go. He may say that, you know, he is, they may play, but I don't think he's going to be fully there. So I think Connor overtakes him as the backup to ETN, and they're going to have a two-man a two man backfield that could be uh, pretty good, but not this year. But not this year. Not yeah, this year. I agree. Uh, so I guess that's time 
It is time that we go talk to your Indianapolis, Indianapolis coach. So I take a toast to a coach fan. <laughs> Boy, we need to put like a two drink limit on on Damon during the shows now. <laughs> I'm at home, bro. I don't have to drive. Well, I do have to drive my cart. We get it right here. See, see, still get pulled over and ticketed. Mm. <laughs> All right, so here we go, man. Coach fans, um, this should be a big year for you guys, man. Uh, you got great expectations. You got rid of some baggage. I mean, you still got some baggage, but you do need a backup. And Foles, I think it'd be a decent backup. But you brought Matt Ryan in for a reason. Matt Ryan brings in experience. Uh, he brings in leadership. He's gotten to the big game. Hasn't won it, but he's gotten to the big game. Didn't lose it, but he's gotten to the big game. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't Matt Ryan's fault that Atlanta lost that Super Bowl. No, it was completely 100% the defense. 100%. 100%. But he brings a different aura, much different than Philip Philip Rivers brought. You know what I'm saying? Matt Ryan is still playing at a decent high level for the age of quarterback that he is. And with the weapons that he has, with the weapons that you guys got coming back, uh, speaking as Colts fans, with the weapons that you guys coming back, and the strength of your defense is healthy. Plus, you get uh, you get Quiddy Pay, who you didn't get last year because he hurt himself uh, in preseason. Mm-hmm. So you got another edge rusher. Is is and with your schedule, oh my lord, it is set up for you to be so successful. You play Jacksonville <laughs> and Houston twice. There's <laughs> four games. Right there. You know what I'm saying? And I'm looking at this. You got the Cowboys. You got Washington. You got New England. These are all these are all super winnable games. And I'm going to say these two teams, and Dan's going to be mad at me, but Philadelphia and Pittsburgh, those are all winnable games for the coach with this thing is set up. Your schedule is set up, and your tough games are at home. That's true. Tough games are at home. November 20th being the toughest game at home against Philadelphia when Philadelphia comes into India Lucas Oil Stadium. I will be there in person to watch the Philadelphia Eagles win another one inside Lucas Oil Stadium. I know, I know Indianapolis fans hate this. I know my wife hates this. So the streak has to contend. I don't have you lose a whole bunch of games, but I do got you losing to the Steelers <laughs> because five straight losses, and me and my wife have been together since my wife and I have been together officially. Right. The Steelers have, have not lost. lost to the Colts. <laughs> <laughs> so I need this, you know what I mean? We got a th- thing going on here. I need this thing to stay, stay whatever. I'm going to say that that may be true with my wife. Um, there you got it. There you, there, I, I thought I hit the button. What? There you go. I did, but it didn't show. There, there you go. go. I think it's That's set up got for the possibly, coach. but I still think that I'm skeptical on not only health, because that's any that could potentially any team, but just uh, the 
it falls down from leadership and bringing Matty Ice in is definitely uh, helping that morale as far as leaders on the team and inside the organization. But for some reason, man, I'm sorry, Colts fans. I don't see you being more than a nine and eight, maybe a ten and seven team. I just think that you've showed us year after year that you cannot perform at the top level at every game you go out. It's just you're not consistent enough to, in my opinion, win as many games as you should on paper. You should. I agree. I want everyone to agree, and I think that's the difference in the quarterbacks. You had Carson Wentz, and you had Phillip Rivers. Neither one of these guys have, have, have you know, like Phillip, nothing to say bad about Phillip Rivers. Like maybe three years ago, I mean, maybe three years before you got Phillip Rivers, that's a different football team. You know what I'm saying? Because you see what they did with, a, with him being as constricted as a pocket passer he hits his guys you got guys that run routes i mean you don't have a guy that could completely take the top off but i like this team and i think that the addition of matt ryan is what's different from carson Wentz and phillip rivers that gets them over the hump and this defense whoo this defense defense is tough man you got brother i mean you got a, a a top three defense. You have a top <laughs> reason, three defensive or front seven for sure. I can front for sure. And the reason why I'm still leaning more towards the offense is one, because they've always, the last couple of years, their quarterback has been inconsistent play. You have a strong running game. Matt Ryan will not lose you a game. You and you, well, you mentioned it right there. <laughs> strong running game. Look who you have. You have Jonathan Taylor. You have Naeem Himes. Naeem, I'm sorry. Yeah. Naeem yeah. Himes. And then he went out and got Philip Lindsay. I mean, I, they could go any, any way. And then to throw in the mix, you stole from Baltimore. Uh, what's it? Tyson Williams. Now, do I think, I think uh, one of them will be gone? Yes. Yeah. But man, you got, you got four guys right there. That can start on a team. Hey man, they're trying. They're trying to do things, and I got high expectations for the Colts. But I can just tell you, you're going to lose two games <laughs> or three games, and I know one's going to be Pittsburgh. <laughs> I know one's going to be Philly. There you go. Yeah. Right there, you're going to have to go up against one of the top three defenses. And I think I got them losing to the Raiders. I think I got to lose to the Raiders because they have to go out to Vegas. Yeah, that's going to definitely be difficult. Chargers are going to throw them for a loop. Kansas City could, just depends on what team. But then again, you got to beat Tennessee twice, too. And I don't think I don't think that's going to happen. They'll probably split. I think they'll go yeah. one and one. They'll, they'll go four and, or five and one in their division. Because they like have four it. wins right there against the other two. I like it. Man, that's hot. That is. That is. So. So, but that's all you get. I don't give you any more predictions until the uh, to the kickoff show. That's right. To the kickoff show. Hey, you got a lion tonight? I, I do. I do. Do you have anything for the ones uh, up? Mine is simple. Go for it. Mine is simple. All right. So we'll take you it. off, and then we'll go with ones up. Brought to you by ones up. Ones up. <laughs>
No. Um, here's the ones up. It's a two-parter. First part, uh, we're going to stick on the football theme. Uh, we want to get a ones up to my man, Eliza Pancake Thomas. He uh -oh. was voted defensive team captain for his youth football league for Pike 5-6. Nice. Um, Proud dad moment. So, yeah, yeah. So, we're going to look for big things on the defensive line for this guy. Um, and then part two, um, Friday, August 19th. 1923, Reva L. Hogan was born. And on August 19th, 2022, Reva L. Hogan turns 99 years old. That is my grandmother. So we throw great shots out to almost a century old, uh, full of wisdom, full of knowledge, full of Wow, man, the shit that she's seen, bro. Yeah, she has seen a lot in 99 years. You know what I mean? The TV, the radio, both World Wars, Vietnam. I don't think she ever thought that she'd see a black president. Oh, probably not. Hell no. After what she's seen, no. You know what I'm saying? Like, woo, like she went through the Malcolm X, the Martin Luther King, the Roe versus Wade the first time. You know, first like. <laughs> Wow, so shout-outs to them. Those are the ones up. Nice. Congratulations to Eli, and congratulations to Grandmama. I got something serious to say on this one, D. Uh-oh. Shout-out goes out, and I can't – I apologize I didn't look up his name again, but the coach that was murdered for stupid reasons at a youth football game. Parents. This message goes straight to you. If you can't handle other people teaching your kids how to play game, how to be leaders in school, how to be leaders in society, maybe you should take a step back and stop allowing these kids to play the game that they love because you obviously can't be a real parent. You want to be jackasses and you want to pull a gun out and shoot a coach that is coaching your kids because you got pissed off at the fucking ref. For one, this is bullshit to any society that we're, we're in. I don't care what city, what state, what town you're in. This is bullshit. Okay? For one. For two, I'm not against I'm not against guns. I have guns here that are used for protection and and I don't show and tell them. Okay? Learn how to be around things that you don't always need for one on the good side, but for two, quit being pussies and pulling triggers. If you want to fight, fight like with fists so y'all can live another day. But for three, you're at a fucking peewee game for kids. Show some respect and show self-discipline and show how to act to your kids that are there. This is ridiculous that we have to go through this same shit over and over and over again. I'm done. Hey, I'm with you, bro. I've been involved in youth sports for uh, 
quite a couple years now and I've broken up a couple fights. We've seen a couple crazy things, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, there's a problem that needs to be taken care of. I mean, parents need to be held accountable. I mean, I'm sorry your kid is not the best thing to ever walk the grace of the earth. Everybody's I mean, not LeBron James. Yeah, Everybody's you know not Michael Jordan, Kobe, you know I mean? Kobe Bryant, uh, uh, <laughs> Deion Sanders. Not everybody's going to be that. And it's okay. It's I want okay. high expectations for my kids, too, on the sports world. But you know what? I'm a realist, too. They got to work for it. They work for it. They get what they work for, for one. For two, I give my – I quit coaching. And I told my daughter this the same reason. And she'll tell you. I want you to be coachable by other people than your father. Because that way you learn how to take direction from other people. Process shit that's given to you and put it to use. I stopped wanting to coach. I still would love to coach. But my thing is, oh, yeah. I don't, I, I, hey, man, if it's youth, <clears throat> I don't want no part of it. Nope. Because I don't want to deal with the parents. Bingo. You know I mean? That's why, you can't it's like on, that's why I they can't find the reps either. I mean, that's I'm not exactly. saying that I'm a great parent, you know what I mean? But I understand that my kid is not, you know what I mean, Cheryl Swoops. Even if she was, <laughs> but even you if would she still was. have the respect and all that right. to allow her to be coachable for other people. Yeah, like, I, I yeah, that that's a word. <laughs> yeah, 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 coachable. Like, her coach said that last year, her high school coach. And I was like, and and one of the assistant coaches was like, huh? I'm like, this is the first time she has ever been said, like, McKenzie Thomas, not coachable. It's like the first time ever that anybody has been, what? Maybe she might not agree with, she might give you a look, but she going to go out and do like, what? why you want me to do that? That's dumb. She won't right. say it. She might look at you like you're dumb. But she's gonna go out and do it. Well, so, well, well, well. <laughs> so um, yeah, so that's how it goes. But right. I agree with you. But uh, parents need to get that under control. Um, organizations try to, but parents are gonna do what you're gonna do. Uh, Ben Davis, <clears throat> I'm sorry. Uh, ouch, ouch. Anyway, yeah, I said it. anyway, yeah, said it. that guy right there, I am. I'm on this side now. I forgot that guy's the one. I am. This is the lion. We are the Dukes of football. He's on his fifth shot tonight, folks. He's having a good old time. Thank God the show's over because I could. There's probably more slurring getting ready to happen. But you know I'm a what, veteran. Damon? You know what, Damon? I, I'm sure it's time to go. Well, I'm not too sure because I'm waiting on our <laughs> wonderful. Do 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 do. And there now she. she finally comes until next time. As always, Damon, what do we do? We keep in the spode. Oh, wow. my God. That was a That was rough. terrible, pew, pew, girl. That was terrible, <laughs> pew, pew, girl. Oh, my gosh. We'll see y'all next week. Peace. We're out.